Welcome back to the Everyday Ceremony, the place where we unlock your highest unique potential. You, you look like you're back in Mother Russia somewhere in the basement. No, I'm, no, the furnace is broken and... No, I'm not in, in Mother Russia. I'm in Father Germany and I'm not in the basement. I'm on the third floor, but there is no heating here. Drinking your button soup. No, turmeric ginger tea. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Why are you wearing a jacket inside? You know, it's a strange thing that's been happening lately. I go outside midday and then I come inside and I never really take my coat off. And then when I'm in the basement, I feel so cozy and I just stay like this until I go to bed. And I've been doing this for like a week. <laughs> but I have you, no idea why. But you do have heating or not? I have heating, but I hate it when it's hot. Mm. I like that cozy feeling. I like to feel cold, but not cold. I like to like my window in my bedroom has to be wide open. Yeah. And then I like the covers wrapped. So it's just like, I, I like to feel cold, but I don't know why. Like really thick blanket on top. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm pretty like warm blooded. And uh, so I'm hot all the time, but I, 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 I like the cold kind of balances me out. The heat makes me feel like shit. Oh, wow. But, this is crazy. I love the heat. I fucking hate the cold. You're know, like my wife. I Maybe know that cold, I, are, are you more cold kind of blooded? I have no idea. I have always have cold hands. Yeah, you're the you're like my wife. I mean, yeah, I could be your wife. Maybe you well, maybe you were in the past. Maybe but... I will be in the future. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> but is your wife the warm one? My wife is the weird one. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. She no, she also loves the heat, to be honest. Oh, weird. Yeah, usually there's like a balance to it, right? My wife likes the like the opposite of what I what I like. She needs the windows to be shut. And I need them to be open. When we first met, my uh I had a uh, a broken window in my basement and I was I was renting out this house. So I rented out the top three floors and then I renovated the basement and I renovated it with just materials that I found at job sites because I was working in construction. And my one window broke at the back and it snows like crazy in Toronto. So at one point you could see the snow blowing in my window. It was so, it was so fucking cold, but I just, I loved it so much. And she didn't say a word to me because we were just dating and she didn't want to offend me, but it was, it was fucking cold. But you didn't care. No, I love it. I love it. I think it's like, you just get so cozy. Wow. This is so crazy. I always thought that everybody likes the heat. No, man. Somehow. Don't you know about uh, Kaffa? Uh, why have I forgotten that? How did I forget all of this? Vata so Pita Kappa. Jeez, man. Thank you. I know my Ayurvedic shit. <laughs> so then you should know about the cold and the warm. and. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know the terms. I don't know that stuff in depth. <laughs> Like my okay, son, yeah. my son, my son needs like, he gets my friend at jujitsu was the same. They both had skinny, tall bodies and he would get like this red dryness on his face 
and it was because he was eating foods that weren't oily enough he mm. needs the the skinny body type needs to eat an oilier type of uh, food and he my son was eating more dry and sugars and he's not my son is actually not supposed to eat like kales and greens either so it's like yeah yeah it was interesting when you go through the list of like and you're probably the same as him thing looking at your body type um i'm more thicker so i'm the it's your your uh vada i'm pita or yes pita, i'm vada no i'm i'm a mix of vita uh pata <laughs> pata and pita <laughs> vata and pita i'm mainly i'm mainly pita that's yeah. fire right oh yeah i thought you were more like so the thing like for me i again i don't i haven't looked at this stuff in so long But the thicker body type, the thicker, more like not not masculine, but just thicker, a thicker body type is more, is the fire guy. That's the pita and the vada is the skinny body, right? The more of the skinnier body type. Mm. I thought that's what it and then the kapha was the heavier, the heavier set body type, the more slow kind of elephant in the room type of uh... my wife's that my wife is is the is the kapha. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I got to look back into that. But but the foods, the foods are interesting because I literally like my buddy was struggling for so long. He switched up a few things. He put on some weight, wasn't so skinny anymore. And uh, was working on his digestion and just different things that, that he had needed to try to figure out. Same with me. Like there's just certain things. Oh, I'm not supposed to eat this food. I take that out and I'm like feeling so mm. much different. Mm. It's it's so interesting because there is so many different systems that you could follow for what you could eat, should eat, what's the best for you and so on. And I got the other day a reading from my friend about um, iridology. Mm, yeah, yeah. And like looking at my eyes, looking at my iris and they are seeing like what organs are where there is like toxins accumulated yeah. where i have like an like acute disease state a subacute a chronic or even degenerative disease state and it was so interesting because basically like everything what he he pointed out was like things that i experienced in my life as well like um, mid and upper back i had like a subacute disease state um, I had something in my shoulder. That's the part where I always have a tension in kind of. Um, then like my small intestine wall, I have a degenerative disease state, to be honest. Like it's like bad in air quotes. It's not bad. You're what? You're what is? Um, small intestine wall. Hmm. And but he was he was, for example, saying like, dude, you really gotta you gotta pump in these greens because you have like a toxic accumulation in your colon. And actually through because there is like right now you do detoxing so much and um, you need to get these toxin out of the colon. Otherwise, your colon reabsorbs them and you, <laughs> you, you you're stuck in that cycle. So he, for example, told me you got to up the greens And it's interesting because my buddy intuitively asks for so many greens, greens right now. Like every morning I have a big green smoothie bowl and in the evening a big salad with like rucola and other greens and kale and so on. Um, yet I fart so much, you know. But you, it's, there's, 
check mm-hmm. this out check this out dude yeah so i'm i'm big i i and i i'm i'm all for understanding the physical uh and connecting it to the emotions that's the biggest thing for me guys i believe it all stems from an emotional start right that energy mm-hmm. gets built up in our bodies but the when 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 you encounter when you have a a, a gas it means there's something off in your digestive system. And yeah. I don't believe that that's a clearing out. I believe that that's a distinct, a distinct thing for your body. Gas is a sign that there's something not working properly in your body. And you may be called to eat greens, but maybe the kale isn't working. This is what I mean. Like, I think that I'm not saying that I'm, and again, I'm a, I'm the one that like knows, man, everything is mental. Mm, yeah. And so I, I can always come back to that. But I do find some weight in some of these things because when I read over the Kaffa, Pita, and Vata, and I started to look at the body types and the, and the interesting aspects of how I have that in my family, a few different members have has each one. And you're able to really kind of look at each part of that. And then you're able to work on the diets of those people without them really knowing and see those changes. Like I was subtracting food that they weren't supposed to eat and reintroducing, or I started taking away, like my one son's not supposed to have um, the frozen foods or smoothies that weren't the cold stuff. It wasn't working for his system and, and the kale, but I had been giving him tons of that. Mm. And because that's what I was needing, but my body doesn't need what he needs. Right. So I, and I, I believe that you could probably really have tunnel vision and not believe any of that shit and have your own system of like just eating pink mar- marshmallows all day. But but there is there's got to be some sort of truth to be able to see those similarities and then to be able to implement, try it and it actually work. That's that's where I find it like gas should be assigned to you. Like I cleaning out like. My wife, I was given something from my candida and my wife was given the same thing. And I, I forget the type of, I don't want to say it's a, it's not a grain, but it, oh, psyllium husk. Mm. I think that's what it was. And I, I'm pretty sure psyllium husk was used as a way to clear out the toxins. Because when you're doing candida, all those foods, they kill the candida and then there's toxins released as you're, as you're doing the candida. And you need to flush those out or the symptoms become really strong um but i i was just saying this to my wife after all the things that i learned about healing my digestive system and healing my gut and and doing my colon cleansings and all of these different things the most powerful thing i like at this point sitting right now i don't have any gut issues and i i don't even think i've really sat in that understanding long enough like, I think I really started to, to see that today, but I've been aware of it for the past few, two or three weeks. And what shifted it for me was two or three meditations distinctly focused on childhood clearing and my solar chakra. Mm. All of the food changes, all of the, the what I knew was correct and what I knew needed to be done and how to clean out my gut and adding the probiotics and doing all of this different it was probably like a week or two weeks tops of three meditations. And I never noticed a symptom after that. Mm. And so I, I really believe that like what I did was, and 
it wasn't even it didn't even feel like work to be honest with you it felt like like the e it was just like sometimes in meditations you got to go places and and revisit and see and this was just like i don't remember visiting too much it was a couple small things but it was just like an hour meditation and it was like it just did a clearing for me and and I've, i have never had a symptom since so i i think that that's where we want to like there are there's a guy on instagram his name's like james wolf or something i'm saying because he was the guy that introduced me to the iridology as well mm -hmm. and the day i was going to pay him to do mine i wanted him to do mine so that my wife saw it because mm -hmm. uh, i really believed in in what in the science behind what he was preaching but i stopped the day of because i realized i didn't need that and I realized that there was a deeper underlying issue and that I knew that that's what needed to be solved. And all the physical stuff, it's almost like you deal with that because you don't, because, you know, because you're, I don't want to say, I hate even using these terms now, but like, you know, you don't want to be a pussy, right? Like you don't want to be this like, you know what I mean? Like there's these like the, the, that shitty term, but it's the only term to really describe what what you're kind of doing you're trying to be you're being soft you don't want to go through the pain of what you've developed mm. right you developed these symptoms nobody else mm. feel them go through the shit dude and fix the problem but if you want to be soft and you want to take the medication or you want to take this to make these pains feel better all right but that's still not fixing the problem mm. and so i i think that as much compassion and as much you know love as a lot of these people approach healing and approach you know they, they really believe in that this is what needs to be done i think like taking it to another level of awareness where the root of this stomach issue is like for me it, it connects so quickly when you say so often you, you had troubles dealing with not feeling good enough mm, yeah and if that's a if that's a if that's like a, a con thing for you of a reminder then fuck like the solar chakra is like help me help me please right like it's like same with me like i it was destroyed i think and i watched my son and my wife and, and so like i'm learning to hold space for them but the the solar chakra is so important and i think we can't understand how we get to an ending by just meditating on it mm. but it's almost like you're just you know you're 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 turning on a switch inside the body it's like you can command command your body wants and in this moment you're like you know what i want you to work on the solar chakra right now chick the switch goes on you lie back the body knows what it's going to do and just does its thing mm. and, and it's not like you know it, it's it's interesting that you say that because another thing that came up in the iridology was my um like the bronchia, my lungs and the diaphragm. And so what I then took out of that was like, okay, so the th three things that I wrote down after the iridology was like, okay, what I actually got to do is eat more greens, like leave that out for now <laughs> um, do more breath work and um, get more massage or like acupuncture or something like that standing on my nail board laying on my nail board to get like the blood and lymph flow going in my back and so I did the breath work yesterday again like holotropic breathing and actually it took me exactly to that place that you just described where I did it kind of 
with the intention or with the idea that like the breathing would help my lungs on a physical level. But where it actually took me was to a place where I saw myself as a, I think, four-year-old child just sitting there playing, having fun. And like <laughs> my, my first thought was like, oh shit, I got to fix something here. Like I got to give him love or something like that. And then it was like, no, dude, he's fucking at peace. Like you got to learn from him. Like look at him, how he's playing, how there is no thought of productivity, of efficiency, of achieving in that. He's just playing for the sake of playing. And I was like, oh, again, the playfulness. And then I saw myself like 12 years later when I was like 16, something like that, sitting in school. And I was like, hold on, like here in school, like I didn't like that place. Why do I see myself here? And then I realized it's like, it's not about the thing that I was doing in that moment, but I really just had to look at myself and see how beautiful I am. And just see how basically enough I am. And I just looked at it. I was like, holy shit. Like I do this so rarely that I sit down to just appreciate myself for who I am. Like, like my beauty, not physical beauty, but in, in general, like beauty. And <laughs> the funny thing was then at some point I passed out <laughs> and I woke up probably, I think like 30 minutes afterwards. But of course, Tim, before the breath work, already has had scheduled the entire day. Um, also with things where I would go into flow, we would go and paint ceramics and this and that, but it was all scheduled. And so the 30 minute nap didn't fit in that schedule. So I woke up <laughs> and I was instantly like, fuck. And I felt how I was not able to breathe into my diaphragm anymore like it literally stopped underneath it like I can breathe into my belly but it's not going up into like the diaphragm like the solar plexus basically and I was like holy shit this is like the cycle that I keep myself in is basically I don't know where to start with it but like shallow breathing basically gets me more stressed gets me more into my head I schedule, I plan more because I don't trust as much. And this not trusting and planning so much gets me into a stressful state where I cannot breathe deeply. And that reinforces itself over and over and over again. And I'm wondering why I'm not playful. And so either way, like either I slow down with the planning or I just increase the deep breathing. But either way, like I can really use this gateway to be more playful because once I really breathe deeply I can allow myself to relax but it's really difficult for me to get in there and it was incredible for me how my friend was telling me like about the diaphragm and the lungs and the bronchia and like all the, the organs like the physical stuff but then in in the modality that I thought that would like that I thought would give me physical relief it actually showed me, dude, it's nothing physical. Like you just really got to appreciate yourself. And 
that was really interesting and that's basically like what you just said it's like it's it's not the physical like the physical might have like the symptoms but it's like yeah we can kind of if we see it like as a tree we can like cut off the flower but the roots are still there another flower is going to bloom like but still maybe i just like greens so i might just keep eating greens like i really enjoy them to be honest like listen, i'm not listen. yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so when when you're eating greens it's your body telling you uh is this is all perfect the way it's all shaping up for you actually because um all the symptoms are your are your gifts right your symptoms yeah. are your gifts to be able to show you what you need to go after we focus too much on the symptoms and curing those symptoms right mm. let's fix the, the the underlying issue and so when you're eating when your body's craving to eat greens what it's saying to you is is, is that my heart chakra needs work and that's green connected to your heart chakra Ooh. your shoulder is also your shoulder and your back is also connected to your heart chakra your breathing is connected to your heart chakra mm. so the the interesting thing with you is like i feel like it's this double it's almost like they, they say sometimes you open up that solar chakra to get to the heart I've kind of found like with me, I, I needed to open up my heart first and maybe it was wrong, but I felt like once I was able to give myself that love, I started to feel like I could become more confident. Mm. Right. And, and I know that sometimes I need the confidence to feel more love, but for me, it was the other way. And, and what I'm hearing in you is, is yeah, on one hand, you need to work on your solar chakra. Okay. Do I feel like it's like a big deal? No. Because you're you're a pretty confident person when it comes down to it, like if you need to be, right? Other mm. other little shadows you hide from when you're probably a little bit more scared than than what the crowd thinks at the time, right? That's where that's what I think both of us have. That we both can yeah. run a show pretty good, but people don't see that we're quivering inside sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but but the heart, the shoulder, and like for me, I, I had that serious shoulder damage, right? And, and that was all of this. And then I had lung cancer. So these two were these huge signs for me. The other sign for me was a, was a, a circulation problem. So I was feeling like I was, my hands were going numb and, and I actually got so bad that the numbness was going up my arms. And so as I started to work on myself, the clear indication that I saw this was, was, was proof of how this all works was as I started letting go on certain situations, the numbness from my hands start, went down my arms more and more. And, and it became to the point where I felt it just in my fingertips. So I could tell where I was doing was improving, right? The work that I was doing on letting go was improving. But in the back, it's allowing love to come in, right? And so you're not, you're not maybe either you're not giving yourself the love that you're, that's needed or you're not allowing yourself to receive the love, which is also, this is what I had a problem with. I mean, I was a nice person. I'm a good guy. You're a nice person, good guy. But sometimes we just don't let it in. And it's just mm. something we don't even catch ourselves doing. Right? Like I would, there was times where I would deny a, a hug or deny a, a thing. I'm like, and I didn't catch myself doing it. But then as you start to become aware, you're like, I don't embrace that dude. Right? Like embrace these moments right now. I need you need to give yourself some love here and you need to take it and feel okay with this. 
you know, sleep that extra half an hour, be okay with that half an hour. Right. I'm okay. I fucked up. Maybe I shouldn't have planned the day. Maybe this is just showing me, Hey, Phil, I mean, uh, Tim, stop fucking planning so much. Right. I like, do it, but maybe don't hold yourself to like, to the, to the knife. If it doesn't go through. Yeah. Like, there's, there's obviously like these, obviously if that happened too, I, like I find that interesting that that that's that lesson kind of pops up for you that you do sleep through it and you do have this happen. there is a bit of a panic and there is a bit of that like not feeling good enough and and there is that moment where Tim can go inward and be like dude you, you just gave yourself some love you just did this breathwork session for you mm. to feel better to heal mm. for humanity for everything it's a good thing you did on you did a really good thing like what comes up in the moment you say that. And I think like this, what you're saying resonates a lot with me. Um, that actually <laughs> I do. And I think we, we talked about that already a bunch of times, but I do so fucking much, but I do give myself so little credit for it. And I think like oftentimes where I get entangled in my own like i don't know in my own web is like i think like i need to do more you know and this of course comes from the not feeling enough but it's kind of this like oh yeah if i and th then there's all kinds of concepts coming up where it's like oh yeah tim like if you're abundant in energy then you can just do more but it's like no dude you just want to do more because you don't feel enough motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and and then you don't even give yourself credit for it like then you don't even it's it's perfect how there's not enoughness and the ability to not let this love in really reinforce itself because it's not enough i do something I could love myself, but if I would love myself, it would automatically be enough and I would not have to do more. But in the moment where I don't love myself, it's just not enough again and I can do more. So it's, ah, oh, dang it. But where is, here's the thing, like, so the other day when you wrote me at the end of the, uh, at the end of the WhatsApp thing and said, hey, you don't need to write poems every day, you know that. And I was like, You know, part of me was like, of course, Tim, fuck sakes. But then a part of me was like, for real, dude, like, you know that that's who you are. And you're going to try to pump one out every day. You're, you're excited now. You wrote a good one. Okay, you wrote a second one. Oh, now you wrote a second one. And it's good. It's okay, keep going. This is mm -hmm. what you got to do. You got to keep it. But you got to keep them at par. They all got to be good. They all got to be at a, at a certain. And yeah. you write one that's shitty, you're fucked. <laughs> so the fact that you wrote me that gave me this out. So like. On Saturday, I was finishing one off. And then on Sunday, I was like, maybe I'll just do the video for it. I don't need to write another one today. I could write another one Monday. Take a day off, man. Don't make this like you didn't, You don't even need to do more than three. These three could be just something that you found that you really enjoyed doing. Maybe you never do it again. Just be okay with that. And then Monday, I don't think I wrote anything. Tuesday, I tried. And then today, I wrote. And... And I'm okay with that too. And I think that what you're saying is interesting because like when I think about moments where I feel like I got to do more, it's because it's like comparing myself to like the people that are great. And like what my perception of somebody that's great, I could, I know I could be there. So why would I let myself down? And then like, but then I really only hear my wife's voice. And my wife's voice that's been critical of like, get a job or do this or do that. And like her own insecurities kind of, you know, 
pushing me down and I could take those in and make them and allow them to hurt me. And I could allow them to make me feel soft or weak or, but I don't, I know that they're her problems, not mine. And I find strength in that now. And I, and I think that when I think further back, I think of my mother's voice or my father's voice that was hypercritical or, or, but there was a, there was a voice that kind of, that I signed up for. It wasn't always my voice because I was just a kid, right? My the kid, the kid isn't running around going, do more, do more. You know, you gotta be the greatest. You gotta be this. Like kids aren't doing that. Right. So there's a voice from when you were young that wasn't as gentle as you, as they could have been. And not to be that they were, they were mean to you, but they also had a voice that wasn't as nice to them and wanted more from them. And maybe that's also coming from a place of, of love as well as the fear. Cause you're just, you really want the best for your child, but it's not, it didn't do the best for us. Right. And so there's a voice there that led you to make you feel like you needed to do more to be, to be, to be enough. And so now you just got to forgive that initial voice and then know that as long as you're conscious about shifting your own voice, then there's nothing to move, nothing to worry about anymore. You also you solve, you solve all your problems with like snapping your fingers, literally by recognizing who that initial voice was forgiving that initial voice because you're mature enough now and consciously aware enough now that none of that really fucking matters. And, and now it's like, how do I speak to myself? Okay. Well, now I just shift that. Okay. Now I've shifted it. Now it doesn't exist anymore. Mm. I'm just good enough. Now I can move past my heart chakra, get into my voice, get into my third eye, start experiencing the real magic. And, and uh, like you've moved, uh, now we're moving up the ladders and dimensions and, and concepts and thought. I mean, there's a reason why I'm in my mom's place right now. Fuck, fucking writer is. And I don't know, like, I do not consciously remember my mom saying these things like, oh, you need to do more or not good enough. I do remember one instance that was really painful for me where she was comparing me to one of my best friends when it came to grades she's like oh look this guy always has an a or a b or whatsoever and i was like what the fuck like what are you doing um but what i definitely remember and what i see right now is that that's her energy to her towards herself all the time like she's literally the most stressed out person that i know when it comes to herself and her performance and how she's viewed by others And so I don't think that she consciously projected that onto me and like saying like, oh, Tim, you need to be better. Mm. But just by me living within her for nine months and then living with her for 18 years, I might have adapted some of that stuff. <laughs> well, it's awesome that you're aware of that and saying it that way, because I think too many people look at trauma and think abuse, think that the person mm. needs to be negative. Fuck, man, if, if your mom just didn't give you the love that you needed, Yeah. doesn't mean that your mom wasn't loving, but, but just that you may need as an individual, you may need it much more. And so we always tend to look at, oh, the mother did something wrong. It's like, no, dude, she mm -hmm. just didn't give you enough. And so you're now acting like this. You didn't feel enough then and you don't feel enough now. Did, was it something she did on purpose? No, it was something you asked for so that you could work through it mm. to feel good enough. Mm. <laughs> 
Yeah. Right. And this is a, it has been an ongoing theme. So, and it is interesting at this point because it is almost, I don't, not to demean anything, but it is almost laughable, right? Because it's like, we know this, we know this about Tim, we know this about Ryan, we know these are things that like we we both have the, the power and courage to rise above and step above. And, and uh, it's like just small, like dust. It's still just, just dust that's lingering that we just are cleaning up. Yeah, it's it is almost laughable because I sometimes feel like, and this is honestly also a very interesting one. I almost feel like I made this not being enough part of my identity, where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm Tim and I don't feel enough. Where I'm almost not almost where I am literally clinging onto it because mm -hmm. I would I would honestly I don't know. <laughs> how how cool it would be to not have that you know like i don't know who i would be without that because this literally defines most of my days i wonder if you feel like it's it's almost like a quirkiness that you like that you wear as a badge and, and but that you're afraid to and i hate using these terms because i think you're awesome But I think that, they, that there's a definition of cool that maybe you perceive in your own mind that you're not ready to step into being this person who maybe you perceive to be that way if you were that. Do you know what I mean? Like if you if you no longer had this inability to to love yourself, you know this you were confident in yourself and you gave yourself that love and you and who what does that look like to Tim? Does that scare Tim a little bit? And is that why you hold on to these things, right? To, to be that person which is which is tim yeah it's it's your it's really who you are at all times it's like yeah. this this small thing that we're looking at and shining a light on isn't isn't even tim it's just this that's why we're shining a light on it right now it's like who is that guy it's an imposter i i think what what you like what comes up for me when you're saying this right now is like Yes, we are shining a light on a tiny spot right now. But for me, it has become a big part of my identity. And so I think what I'm actually scared of is who the fuck am I outside of the not being enough? Like, who can I really be? Like, who am I truly? And, and I kind of saw it yesterday in the breathwork, like just when I looked at that four-year-old version of myself he's just fucking around he just doesn't give a shit he just really doesn't give a shit he's just playing and he for the sake of playing because he fucking loves it and the other dude it doesn't even matter what he does he just looked beautiful but in my head there is still this i don't know this urge to do so much Like, it's not even an urge. It's more like a, oh, what's it called? An energy. I mean, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's a disease. It is a disease. I'm not at ease. <laughs> I constantly need to do something to kind of soothe myself. That's, well... I think it's, I literally think it's just an energy. That's a, these are the things that were coming up for me over the last like few years about like, and especially over the last five months was just understanding my energy and, and my parents' energy. 
and just even my reactions with my kids and interacting with them and and responding to them and catching myself going oh this isn't me this is my dad uh-huh and it's like you know did i learn that from him or did i just take on that energy i would think that i just took on that energy mm -hmm. and that and then acknowledging it and letting it go being aware of it being grateful is thanking it for what it's taught me and saying see you later but i think it's the truth i think my you have the same smile my wife does the same smile at me like oh it's like just that easy kind of like oh it's just like that right like but i really believe this any of the any of the things that have been magical to me has literally been that thought and then like an hour later it's gone and you're like Oh, crazy. Mm. I just, I just, I didn't do anything really. I literally just shifted my thought. Mm. Any, I've had like so many magical things happen to my body on a magical thought. Con con telling my, con I was thinking about it today, commanding my cells to heal in my throat, lying there for 10 minutes and my throat pain going away. Right. Like those are simple thought shifts. Me sitting there recognizing that my knee injury was attracted to me. I was telling somebody about this today, too. It's that somebody asked a question in a, in, a, in a on a post. What's the greatest thing that you've learned today in your awakening? And I like we've all learned some pretty amazing things and. And along the, in this journey and you know i think wise people are waking and they're telling some things are like wow i can't believe i know that the greatest thing i've learned is that the emotions stored in the body manifest into injuries and that we have control of all of that we have control over all of that just in a thought mm -hmm. so me manifesting me sitting there having these negative thoughts in a way that creates a density in my knee that attracts somebody physically to me that hurts my knee right that concept is way beyond most people's thoughts but that's what happened and 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 as that injury happens and the energy is released pop and i'm able to sit there and focus on what it was that i'm holding on to in my mind in my ego and literally go oh okay so i did that work trying to figure out where it was coming from i think about it I say, I'm good. I let it go. And I move on in a different way, a different timeline, a different projection, a different view. And the knee pain goes away. So it was just a thought, a shift, just like that. So I think that it isn't, it isn't like, it isn't like as magic. It isn't as crazy as we think. We don't have to sit here and, and read out a magic spell. You literally just have the courage to change your thoughts and the only thing that is preventing that is your ego do you have something over your microphone right now yeah it's my finger i did that on my on my damn live and i spoke for like two minutes and i was just like spewing information and i got right to the point where i wrapped it all up and brought it all together and i put my finger over the piece and everything i said made no sense it was <laughs> <laughs> and i was gonna erase it and i thought fuck it i'm yeah. just gonna post it anyways yeah. <laughs> post it. but end of the story here man is is the truth is is that the that we don't give ourselves credit this is all just a thought
and 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 the thought about yourself has just been all of these compounded thoughts you've had over a lifetime and 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 i think some of them are like like i said like some of them that are more like 98% of them are our parents shit that we've just taken in as a, as an energy that you don't even know how it got there but it's just mm. there and it responds and you're like what the fuck is this mm. this isn't me get this out of me boom gone awareness dude the awareness now you're like that's giving ourselves giving yourself give your body the credit for how magical it is mm. for for all for speaking it out loud that you have the awareness that this energy is inside of you and you want it gone and it's gone dude trust that your body's getting rid of it trust that you took it in and that you acknowledge it where'd that come from boom get the fuck away from me yeah a couple of things that arise for me when you're saying this is like yes yes <laughs> yes um but it's a journey to get there i think because you say like yeah trust okay yeah but i do not fully trust you know and that's the thing where i still believe that things and like me being aware of it is already giving it le way less power than I did before. Like me being aware that these concepts play out already take a lot of power away from them. But it's like, there's still this thought of like, okay. And I released a lot of that already, but need things need to be hard. Like life is hard. It's still somewhere in my system. And so hearing something that easy like that, there's like things that pop up in my head where it's like, Yeah, for that, we really just need to trust and we really just need to be in our power. Yet, I feel it's so difficult sometimes to be in our power because there is so much outside shit that tells us you need this and that and here and there and whatsoever. And now you're telling me it's just a thought. And yes, as I, as I said, yes, <laughs> I see that and I agree with that. Yeah. For me, it's still challenging at times. And that's probably the problem that I also think that trusting has to be difficult. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to say, bro. Well, the, 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 the clearest thing about everything you just said was that you need it to be difficult so that you can be good enough. Mm. You need it to be difficult. If life mm. was too easy, you wouldn't feel good enough. But the funny thing is, is that on the other side of letting go of that idea is that life is easy. Mm. And I'm, I'm telling you something, man, from a guy that worked like long hours, weeks on weeks, 100 hour weeks were nothing for me. 100 hour weeks on top of 100 hour weeks on top of 100 hour weeks, because I thought I was raised to understand how to work hard. And now I'm in a point where I don't work and I'm learning to be okay with that. It's a, it's a big struggle for me. It's like the opposite. It's like, dude, you don't need to do all of this. And when I get a, a, when I get a projection from my wife telling me, you need to do this, you need to do that. You need, it's just a piece of me showing me, Hey dude, you don't feel comfortable in what you're doing right now. Mm. You still don't feel. And she's testing you to, to be like, Hey, you can be stronger than this. Right. You you know, you're you know, in a second you can go do whatever the fuck you want, but you're working through something 
and 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 allow that to take shape and allow that to take form and, and work through it. Don't allow her to dictate for you because there is no her. The message she's bringing to you is one that you're not reading for at face value. You're taking it for, oh, all this like, ah, no, dude. She's, she's showing you what you're feeling inside about yourself and what you need mm. to either gain strength in, right? Mm. Like the outside world is only giving us what we need. It's not making us feel like shit. We're making ourselves feel like shit because of the way we're assessing what the outside world is showing us. Right. And by saying that we need it to be hard or life is hard, man, I, so it is. Right. And so it is. And I, I don't believe that that needs to be the case. I think that's the way we we will feel better when we die, knowing that it was hard mm. and that we did a great job working hard. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so, bro. I think we were we were raised in an illusion. And as the as the illusion becomes more clear, uh, it, 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 I think that only because we're becoming more conscious and more mature in our journey, we're becoming okay with the taste that's in our mouth, in our mouth from how we were raised, mm. with the impression that we were given about how this all works. I think if we had all these answers now at the beginning, when we were still living in the old ways, we'd be very frustrated right now. Right. But we've we've but we have we've grown enough consciously and we've grown aware enough awareness to see that, you know, everybody was living in this illusion and that now we're learning to break free from these concepts and that it doesn't need to be hard and that we're good enough just fucking doing what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. Just giving each other keys. Saying here, open this door, Tim, here, open this door, Ryan, here, boom. And next week we meet again. And we're doing more magic than we could probably ever, ever imagine. More work in this conversation that doesn't feel like work, but hey, look at Joe Rogan. Joe oh, Rogan's yeah. making millions, millions of dollars doing this type of work, right? And, 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 and he's satisfied. And we look at him and go, yeah, he's doing a great job. Joe Rogan, oh, yeah, I'd love it's... to be Joe Rogan. No, right? I would not love to be Joe Rogan, but <laughs> I really no, appreciate I his work. But I, do. I don't mean, I, but in a sense, I don't mean like to be Joe Rogan, but in a sense, like you, you would feel pretty good about yourself if you had a million or had 10 million, you know, followers on your, on your podcast right oh, now. Oh yeah. So this is what I mean though. Like, I think that our assessment of work, our assessment of working hard, our assessment of all of these things are old concepts. And and, and I think that you just give me, like I said, you are, give yourself the credit for hooking up every week and doing this podcast with people and bringing this to people, right? It's, it, it may not be this money driving thing right now, but I think that the concept of what you're doing is so much bigger that we just can't grasp that, right? The effect that you're having on people, you probably just can't even grasp that. To even want to pat yourself on the back right now for what you've done so far. Right. You, I bet you don't feel satisfied with where you're at. Oh, no. But I, I look at you sometimes and I think, cause in the beginning, before I met you, I, I was talking with this girl, the, my, my twin there, Leanne. And I said, we were talking every week and I was like, Oh, I'd love to do a podcast. We should start a podcast. And I always wanted to start a podcast. And then like the last couple of weeks, I was like, why don't you just do one? And he's like, well, you're already doing with Tim. And I was like, well, that's his. He's like, well, so do one, do one and just record with people. Just do that. And he's like, oh, I don't know, but 
mean, what would I do? I'd have to like sign up for this and I'd have to do that and I'd have to do this. And, and I go, no, it's not that much. But in my mind, there was like roadblocks. And so give yourself the credit. You've done a lot, a lot more than I have. And it's, and it makes me feel, you know, if I'm looking at you again with, with wonder and, and, anim, and I, I don't know with animosity, which is that like envy, then, then the, 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 the means that you've done some good. It means you've done something worthwhile that you're not giving yourself the credit for yet, which you should, because mm. it's amazing. Thank you. It took one hour of talking <laughs> to, to, to get me to a point where I'm like, oh yeah, I can let this in. And it does feel good. Because before that, this was still my mind standing guard and being like, uh-uh, Ryan, I fucker, you don't get in I, here. I felt it, Tim. I felt it, Tim. <laughs> I, I felt you fighting it today, Tim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I need to justify the schedule that I have for today. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, But you don't. This is the yeah. thing. I think... Writing a schedule is not a bad thing. Mm. I think I think I said I used to be a, 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 a guy that made a list every day, but I realized that my my reason for achieving that list was not healthy. But now is it is it a bad thing for me to start writing lists again? No. But my only thing is, is that uh, use it as as like a parent, as a guide, as a, as bumper rails yeah. to the day. And like, okay, here's what I'd like to do. Here's what I got done. Am I feeling good about it? I feel good about it. Great. I'll move on to the next day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. I, I still feel like I need to get it all done. And I also most of the time get it all done, but mostly only because I cannot leave something uncrossed or like unchecked on the list. You need And to if, get rid of it. Yeah. You need to stop doing this. You need, I'm telling you, put, go six months and don't do a list. I've gone, I've gone pretty much about a year now, Tim. When I, I'm telling you, I've got books upon books, upon books, upon books that I've saved that just have every single page has a list. Wow. Every has a page of how I'm going to achieve that list. Every like, Years and years and years and years and years and years and years and, and this last year, literally, probably one of the best years of my life. Hmm. And I've achieved, compared how I would have looked at achievement in the past, I've achieved absolutely nothing. <laughs> how I'm looking at life now, I've achieved everything. Yeah. I know that I know nothing. I know that I just take it day by day and I'm grateful. Mm. And other lingering pieces in me going, man, you got to do something right now, man. Like, come on, like, like, just show me what to do. I'll fucking do it. For sure. That's there. Yeah. But you're not playing But into it. I'm trying my best. Not I, I I'm doing it better than I've ever done. Mm. Really. My wife has had a little bit of a snap attack on me the other day, usually with her hormones because her hormones are so bad. And then her age with uh, menopause and 
once a month that kind of all intertwining she's not she usually says some not nice things um and it, it's her way of dealing with things so she was trained her mother would do that her mother would say nasty things to her husband if she wasn't if she was scared or feeling confused or just kind mm. of like lashing out to feel better right so my wife does that on that once a month kind of schedule and the money thing came back up again and about two three months ago she did it and it hurt my feelings and I said that to her and I stuck up for myself and I was very strong about it and I said look don't I don't want you to talk to me that way anymore you're hurting my feelings and it's not a good thing right I'm not I'm not appreciative of that and so like that was me learning to stand my ground so my lesson was speak your truth right and now the other day it came up and it was like how are you going to react to that do you feel bad I said, no I don't feel bad she can't make me feel bad I feel good about myself well does she is she have a valid point do you need to do this it's like yes i would like to have money in this situation to help support the family do i want to just go and get a job at 7-eleven no and am i working towards something that maybe people don't understand and i don't even understand yes let's have some faith let's see where this goes you know if i'm wrong in six months great i'm wrong has it been four years of like me changing and doing different things and seeing where this will all go and trusting the journey it has and and that's it's been just as confusing for me mm. but i uh, the more deeper i get into it the more i know that there, there is nobody else but me so she's going to throw her little tantrums it's just i need to look at her and and give her love and realize there's a little piece of me that's that's scared that's showing myself this right that mm. that just doesn't trust the situation and needs a hug so I'll give that to her and and then just move on from that. Just know that that's a piece of me that's scared. But I don't need to take it as that I got to do something different. I just, I, I, I think that I we are our biggest critics and we can point our fingers at everybody else and the reason why we're like this or the reasons why we do this or this person's showing me this or that. None of that matters. At the end of the day, Tim's not loving Tim. Because, because Tim doesn't love Tim. Nothing else. Not because of what your parents did to you or all this different bullshit. In this moment, Tim has the opportunity to choose love. Mm. And you're not. And when, that, when you come down to that instance and you have, in every moment, you can be mindful and choose love. In every moment. And all it takes is a mindful practice of that. So as you're sitting there and you're choosing thoughts, you're like, could I be more loving towards myself in this moment? Yes. How, how could I do that? I could do this. Okay, well, I'm going to go with that today. I'm with my wife right now. We're in an argument. Could I be more loving in this moment? Yes. And then there's, you get to a point where you don't need to ask that question. You just start having the awareness in the moment and you correct it. Mm. And that's, I think, how it needs to go. I think that's the truth is just having that awareness and doing better in each moment. And then you're holding yourself accountable. You're not blaming other people for you being like this or feeling like this, or it's just, okay, so I just need to give myself more love. All right. And it's as easy as that. Like I'm, I feel like going and lying down and reading a book. Okay, we'll do that that's there's your self-love today and and then tell yourself how, how amazing that is that you're giving yourself that 20 minutes 
Yeah. Like, I just feel like we don't catch all these little things that I got a client that I was talking with the other day and she was like, Oh, I, I was, I was like, listen, I'm checking up on you. And I said, I, I most people don't like this about me. Cause I'm, I kind of constantly, I'm always checking up on them, even though it's been weeks and I just want to make sure you're on the right path. And she's like, well, I've been doing my, my throat chakra meditations every other day and I haven't been doing it right. I haven't been giving myself the time uh, to myself or to, for self-love. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're doing the throat chakra meditation every day. That's, that's giving yourself the time. That's giving yourself the love. It's amazing. You've, you, up until I met you, you never did that. And you had all these problems with your neck and your mouth and your throat and your now two weeks in and you feel better and you're giving yourself time. That's what you need to give yourself credit for. Mm. That you found time to give yourself that love. And acknowledge that. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I did a good thing. And then you kind of feed off of that, that, that feeling that you made a good choice. And that's where I think that choice is just a thought. And it's just like that. And at any moment we can complain about, oh, I don't have that, I don't have all right, man, right now you're choosing to mm. complain. Mm. And how does that feel in the moment? Mm. All right. Mm -hmm. And then, well, now you're getting irritated that I'm showing you how easy it is and how simple it is, right? Like, so it's like, everything is a choice, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I can. Yeah, and I, I, I see it. I see it that I can choose. Like, basically, I choose my not enoughness by comparing myself to someone else or by comparing myself to maybe my potential that I have that I know that I'm gonna unleash at some point but it's just not like it is here right now but actually I don't trust it I'm scared that I will not get there and that's why I chase and that's why I choose not being enough instead of focusing of how far I've come and just who I am like not even how far I've come like just who I am but it got you this far Yeah, and it got me this far. So then if it, so if life got you to this point without all of this awareness, right? Then that's where the trust comes into it. Why wouldn't you trust it? Because mm -hmm. it hasn't shown you otherwise up till now. Mm -hmm. Right? So you have this you have this like we're 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 we have these fears or these thoughts, 98% of them don't come true. So why not just look at life how it's performed up till now? Well, I didn't have any of this awareness. I was basically like just running around here, fucking doing whatever I want. Now I have all this, I have these gifts, these beautiful awareness and these tools. And I, I can now move forward with them. And I'm, but I, instead, even though I, I know that I can help all of these people in the world, I have all of these ideas and I can coach all of these people. It's almost like I want to hold on to this one weakness about myself. It's almost like I don't want, it's true. It's like a self-sabotage. I don't want to become this powerful being that I know I am. What is that one weakness? I'm saying right now, this one weakness is the fact that you're holding on to the fact that you think you're not good enough. Ah, I thought you're talking about yourself. I don't have weaknesses, Tim. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The spotlight is on you, Tim. <laughs> okay. So I, I just, I, I thought you're talking about you have one weakness left. And I was like, what, what is that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. My, mine. my weakness is that, Tim. My weakness is this exact same. 
my weakness is has been a constant struggle with not feeling good enough and needing to perform mm -hmm. overperform always holding myself to high too high standards not being whatever all of these different things and, and not to bring up stories of why they happen but just being in the here and now is knowing that i can choose differently and and being and again it's also been about judging myself for making the wrong choices and so for this past month and a half it's been i've been making a lot of wrong choices but mm -hmm. but just not being upset about them and knowing that like i literally can wake up tomorrow or I, right now in this moment and be I'm okay with the mistakes I made today. I don't feel like I wasted it. I'm okay with it. I have awareness to move into tomorrow. Mm. And 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 it's another day. So those are my big lessons. My weakness is, is that. My weaknesses was shitting on myself for making mistakes and then needing to do too much to be to be good enough. And I'm really learning to, to really anchor those things. Like, uh, and the test will come to you where you need to anchor it. The test for you was last week when I didn't come and meet you in that phone call. And mm. for someone that you had grown to trust and enjoy their company and that shouldn't treat you like that, but had repeatedly been doing that to you, even though that the first couple came across like mistakes or you know, valuable, you know, kind of like honest mistakes. But on the last one, it was like, you, your brain can't rationalize why someone this nice would do something like this to you. So you're, you're now I'm like, I'm really peeling your chest open and touching your open wound. Mm. Right. And in that moment, that's where you get anchored. And that's where you find the fuck. What an idiot. Yes. <laughs> but I'm grateful that he's making me feel like this right now. Right. I know that he would never do this to because I, I'm not good enough or because he's an asshole. Mm. I'm, and, and there has to be a reason why this is coming up right now. Mm. And it's coming up to anchor you. And I think that's where we need to see. It's like to me, I only see those two things. It's either teaching me or anchoring me. They're both teaching, but you know what I mean? Like you're mm. either you're getting one lesson or you're getting another. You're either first timer. Or you're getting like you're standing there and someone's pushing your shoulder from either side, either side to make sure you're standing firm. Mm. And so I think you've been learning this same lesson for months now and you've been working on it. And and each time you you're going to get better at, at, re at responding to it. Right. As, as soon as you can respond next time to that, not making you feel less of a human because I didn't show up to that meeting. And that it was just a lesson to, for that. Like, why, why is this lesson presenting itself like this right now? Why would he be presenting this to me? Right? Like, that's, that's the way we need to approach it. It's interesting that you just bring this up with, like, the calls. Because I can remember that in the beginning, if somebody would not show up to a call, I would feel like hurt and angry and everything like so much over like how can this person not show up and so on um whereas now like yesterday in the evening it happened and i was like oh yeah actually i should have never scheduled that call you know it was like that was too much i already had a full day like scheduling a call at 8 p.m after dinner should have not done that Like, of course, it's of course, we're going to have that call it an, on another day, like, but not today. 
And so, so I do see that these lessons come through and that things have changed so much. Yet within that, <laughs> there is this, but not enough. You know, it has not shifted enough. And now I see, actually, I see it more clearly how I really fuck it up for myself all the time. Like how it's not the, and I, I know that it's not the situation that I'm in, that it's not the level or if you want to talk in levels or whatsoever, but it's, it's really just this choice to say that it's not enough. Like I choose to say so many times every day that it's not fucking enough. And even now there's already like small voices within myself that say like, okay, so now it's 740. We're going to have like maybe 20 more minutes. And then I have one hour before my client. So what am I going to do? This one <laughs> fucking going to do workout. Am I going to go shopping? You're going to prepare breakfast smoothies. What am I going to do? It's just like, maybe you just sit down and chill. But it's it's insane how how deeply ingrained that is. Like it's so I automatic. Think it's a good thing. I think I think at the same time, like for me, I, what I've gotten by dropping everything over these last two months and not really doing anything, it was really letting go of all of those ideas uh, of needing to do all of that stuff. But at the same time, what it showed me was how important all of these practices are. Mm. so it's an amazing skill set that we have the ability to create patterns like this that we can improve on right that can better ourselves mm -hmm. but it's also something that we both see about ourselves that you know the underlying thing behind that really good skill we have is a weakness mm -hmm. right and, and and to get to deal with that weakness you almost kind of got to let go of that skill to really appreciate that skill mm -hmm. right so like letting go of the need to do those things and then and then reintegrating them back into your system so like i feel like i'm at the end of my road as far as you know being without those systems that i feel like i've learned to be without them and i'm learning to be good enough without them and learn to like just do things without having those lists every day and letting go of all those ways that i thought i needed and to to heal to be able to heal that piece of me that needed to do those things mm. and and now i'm i think i'm at the end of that line where i need to get some of those reintegrated back in right and start that journey back to to having that balance and 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 eating my fruit every day and having my morning set up for success and breathing and meditating and doing all the things that i love to do not because they're the things that i should do but because they're the things that I feel better doing. Hmm. This is the truth. And if, if I want to meditate five times a day, it won't be because I'm addicted to meditating. It would be because I fucking feel good doing that five times a day. Hmm. It's the truth, man. I, I feel like, I feel like you're like, you're, 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 you're really so close. And I, like I said, I, I didn't feel a huge, I didn't feel anything, to be honest with you. I felt uh, my body say that I should do another one of those meditations, the childhood ones, the solar chakra, and I did it. I didn't feel anything like, whoa, that was the shift, I'm better. 
But over the next week or so, when I ate certain foods, I didn't get a reaction. So I just like, you'd be surprised. I think if you did like one on your heart chakra and one on your, on your solar and just open up both those areas or areas, I actually did a, a few heart opener ones. I have been doing those for a while, but I, I went back to them and, and did a few more and I, like just feel better in both those areas. And maybe it's something that just shifts inside of you for once and for all. Mm. You're doing these guided or just letting yeah, yeah. it flow? Like I, I, I have like ones that I just do them on YouTube and I have different people that I've gravitated towards for different things. Like, like I said, my, my, uh, I have like five or six that I do hypnosis for past life aggression. I, I do hypnosis ones for certain things. And I, and then I'll do these chakra ones for, uh, for this type of healing. And, and, and each chakra has a different type of like, they're not like I have There's early childhood ones for each chakra. And then there's ones just to clear your chakras. There's ones to work on different things for that specific chakra. Um, I, I felt like it was early childhood stuff that I needed to kind of focus on. And so I did. And I even went down and did some sacral work as well, because I felt like that was a bit of an issue as far as creativity goes. And then after I did that, I feel like I've been creative. Like I, things have been flowing out of me a mm. little bit differently. And, and I think I, I think we forget to do that. I think it's like a weekly thing that people should do. I think grounding is something we need to do every day. Um, but a, a weekly clearing of all of your chakras, like a good one, like a 45 minute uh, clearing, 45 minutes to an hour. That allows everything to kind of rebalance and you get some momentum again. And, and just you start to when you look at the the not the faults, but you look at when your chakras are off and on, on a chart and you can see these things it just helps to see where you, what like where you are at as a person and why like why mm. is it that you feel stuck right now oh i feel not good enough okay i've got this i feel i've got a bit of guilt and shame again there's my sacral okay early childhood stuff both of these let's clear these zones out and and uh and move forward mm. but i think like I, like i said we're we're so used to fixating on the symptom like I was fixating on the um, sex, food, and and smoking pot as the problem, when those were just the the kind of solutions that I was using to the energy that I was feeling, mm. right? And uh, once I kind of shifted my perspective on that, I was able to come to a solution, mm -hmm. right? And then I'm easy, and then I let it go, and now I don't feel like oh. Why are you still doing this? I'm doing it because I fucking my body's telling me to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I'm not gonna argue with it. I, it is, it's, it's happening. It, like, I'm not saying I need this, but I'm doing it. And then let's see where it goes. That's yeah. all you can do. There, there's yoga stretches for opening your heart to. I don't know if you know. I can send you some of those. And then the breath work will open up your lungs. I'm surprised you haven't had a release. But like I said, I don't feel like you got a lot in you. I mean, the thing is what I always have and I had it again. It's like <clears throat> this crazy, it's almost like cramping. Like it's I, how I interpret it and it might be wrong, but that's how it feels to me. It shows me how much self-created tension I have in my system. Like it really allows me to feel how much stress I create by myself in my entire body it's like literally when i come to a certain point it's just like 
everything like yesterday my my left leg just basically my heel snapped towards my ass because it was so much tension in there and i was laying like flat down on the floor and at some point my heel just flop snapped towards my ass i think that i think that the body holds energy right and and but i think that <clears throat> from my experience if there was an energy built up inside of you, a tension, you would have a release. And like I said, I feel like what you've been working on for the last six months, you're not giving yourself enough credit for because you haven't seen dramatic, dramatic things happen really, right? You've, but you've been constantly working at them. As I said this before, I don't think that you have this large release. I think that you're just cleaning up the, the little bits of leftover shit. Mm. Right? Like you already know that you have issues with not feeling good enough and now you're working through all of that and so i don't think you're going to have a big release but the oxygen intake that gives you those the the impression of cramping right that gives you it's taking in too much oxygen and having too much i forget what it is i think it's actually having too much carbon in your in your system i forget how it, it's like a weird explanation i'm going to look that up because i forget what i, I there's an answer to that and I totally forget it, but it, it, the, the oxygen coming into your body is creating that tension, creating those weird finger cramps, creating mm. those, like where your head needs to come up. Um, so I don't know if that, I wouldn't, I, I'm feeling intuitive right now by saying that I don't think that that's built up energy. Mm. I, I think if you had built up energy, you'd have release. I think you do have energy that needs to be cleaned up, but I don't think it's built up. I think we all mm. go through those, those oxygen level intakes i think you're just breathing a lot and you're taking in more like i've i've probably had that twice since i've done it where it was like intense so like my hands were doing weird shit my head was coming up and but i've also had moments where in energy healing your body starts to kind of move on its own and twists on its own and needs to get to a point to release and i don't feel like that's what's happening with you mm. So I, I, I think that you're just taking in a lot of oxygen, but you're finding clarity in this situation. And I, like, I think when we came to last week, when we spoke, you had that session and it basically answered, it, it gave you the answer how to fix yourself. Right. And so that's like, that's the fucking beauty. Yeah. The beauty like in that breath work is the clarity that comes through is like, it's so clear. You want to tell the world and it's so clear. It's just for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It again, funny, funny anecdote about. Oh wow, now I'm super lit up. That was crazy, <laughs> right? Right as I said it, the light just like took you over. That was so wild. Because in the moment where I had this experience, I felt that urge, like I need to share this with people. Like, but then I realized, ah, oh, Tim, why? And it's like, yeah, because otherwise, if it's just your experience, it like might not be enough, you know. And it's like, but in that moment, I didn't share it. It was like be I shared. Gentle. A... Mm -hmm. Be gentle. Be gentle yeah. with yourself there too, brother, because what you're experiencing is so profound, and like it's a that's that's a natural one that you like. I would tell you from me, it it. I'm not trying to share with that to feel better. I'm sharing that because it just needs to be said. Mm. It's so profound. Mm. It's so simple. Like it would be crazy for people not to listen to what's coming through. And, and so I get what you're saying in that instance where it's like you, 
be careful but no man if you have that feeling it's because it was perfect yeah and it I was mean, it, it always is it always is yeah it's it's the most i'm telling you dude i wish if you i'm actually i was gonna ask you about this and you don't have to do it but if you were to do a kind of like a a review of that breath work and not like it's mine but just to to share so that i could share with people because i've had well it's going to get a few i've had three people that i've that have done it actually everybody else i've given to pussy it out so i i've got three people if i could get a review from people to explain because i feel like i've talked about it but when you hear multiple people talk about something special like that and what you're actually hearing hearing and that it isn't just me that has a gift to do this. It's that the clarity comes to people that do this. Like it, it's, it's a life-changing experience, man. Mm -hmm. Like if you think about the gift that you're getting and that you can literally do that at any time, yeah. any day and get exactly what you need. And, and sometimes <laughs> you might not be satisfied with what you get. But time, it's bro. but it's still exactly what you need. And it was for me yesterday. I was like, what? That was it? Two pictures of me, one being four years old, one being 16 years old, seeing me play, seeing that I'm beautiful. What the fuck is that? But then it's like, dude, look, allow that to be there. Like, really take it in. So, no, I fully agree. It's It always gives you exactly what you need in that moment. We, we, so my, I'll tell you a quick story before I go. My wife, we were supposed to get winter tires. Something happened. Oh, we got a pulled up and a nail went on our tire mm. and popped our tire. So it forced us to get the, the new tires. She actually took the tire in to get it patched so we could be cheap about it. And the guy said, you can't patch it. The tires are too bald. She's like, but they're new tires. It's a brand new car. It's only a couple years old. Sorry, you got to get new tires. So it forced us into a situation. It got to the point where we thought I had to use the car to drive to soccer practice that changed, but my, my wife followed through with it all. And literally the day after or two days later, after she got the snow tires, we had a huge snowfall. Mm. And it's like, she, what I found awesome was that she was actually in this moment of awareness. She was sitting in this, like where she was able to see it and how it played out and how we just need to trust all of these things and the timings and, and 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 the intricacies about how how this is all really working out, and that it's always for our best in every moment. Yeah. You us missing that call worked out the best because we came to the understanding that you needed to do this breath work, right? Mm. And like e each thing just is is, and that should be your guiding trust. Seeing that, knowing that these moments have all played out how they should. Yeah, I I think that that's that's where we like my wife seeing that moment. I wish I had a been. I, I wish you could, I could whisper her in her ear about that moment, so she remembers her awareness about that. Mm. Because in that moment, you then see, oh, it played out like this in my favor. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like I, I thought I got a flat tire because life fucked me. Yeah, and and we all have these moments. Right. And, and that's the magic where I think you start to get the trust. And so for me, I just always fall back and like, oh, oh, it worked out then. OK, well, let's just keep going with that. 
And so I've gone four or five years in this kind of feeling to the point where now I can get someone screaming in my face to do this. And it needs to be like this and it's got to be like this or I'm going to go crazy. It's like, no, dude, I'm good. I trust that this is all working out. Mm. I'm trusting that it needed me to grow food to show people that they could grow food. And maybe I'll never grow food again. Mm. But in that time of my life, for those two years, in that community, I needed to show that community that we could grow food and 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 live sustainably, mm. right? I can't look back at my life and go, oh, I mean, I've done all these different things in the last few years. Like, don't you need some stability? Don't you want to kind of get a job and work there for 40 years, young fella? No, dude, I don't. And I, I'm grateful for what I learned growing food and that I'll have that skill for the rest of my life and that I showed those people in that neighborhood that's what I needed to do. And now I'm fucking learning how to write poems. I have no idea what the fuck that's going to do. <laughs> and maybe it does nothing. Maybe I just needed to write those three poems and, and, and three people needed to hear them. You know what it already did? Is it made me feel so enough in the moment when you wrote me that I inspired you to do so. Ah, oh, I love it. See, we don't even we don't take in those fucking precious things that happen, Tim. Mm. Like that moment is so precious. The fact that you're bringing that up right now and I wasn't aware of that. And and how special that makes me feel mm. that I was able to help you feel loved. Mm. Right. And so now we both get to melt and, and bask in that, in that feeling. It's beauty, man. Fucking amazing. <laughs> This is what we miss in life, but we miss these small things. We miss these small things, man. And we, we, we all have this ability to see this, how, how amazing we are and, and give ourselves this, this credit that we're, we're, we're doing amazing. And there's this place we we've created a, a, a field of, of of what are those things that blow up in the in the ground mines mm. we've created a field of mines for us to meander through and 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 constantly be blowing up in our face and shitting on ourselves for for doing it yeah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna lay back into bed for half an hour bro i'm telling you man look up some somatic practices and i have a few i can send you to but look up some somatic practice some somatic practices to establish a better relationship uh with loving yourself and i know you've done a lot of work at all that kind of stuff but some of those somatic practices with like you know one is just like where you give yourself a hug mm. that that feeling of the, that release that's needed as silly as it seems like they, there's a whole bunch of them. There's some where you grab your wrist a certain way. There's some where you massage behind your ears. Mm. Um, that's supposed to help with that release. Um, but I think these just these small little practices that maybe don't feel like you're giving yourself a hug, but, but you are. Did that yesterday evening. Yeah, giving myself a hug was fucking amazing. Like I was trying to breathe it away or do this or transmute it or whatsoever fucking gave myself a hug and was good. Do you breathe through your, there's a, there's a breath work that they do that. I think it's a figure eight. I think it might be called something different, but where you breathe, I forget if it's, you breathe through your heart chakra, out your back chakra. 
up and around and back through your mouth. There's like a shape to kind of breathe through. Mm. But when you can really feel the energy coming through your heart and and, and into you and out of you, into you and out of you and circling mm. you, mm. and you create this energy around you, it's just really getting in, getting in touch with breathing through that zone. Um, what's the other two things that really, oh, um, and rose quartz. Have a have a little rose quartz nugget in your pocket. And then eventually that rose quartz will just vanish on you. And that's kind of a neat thing to experience. Okay. I'm not sure. Have you experienced crystals yet? Nope. Oh, it's, you know what, dude? So you have you read the book The Alchemist? Yes. So you know the little stones in his pocket, right? Yes. So I when I read that book, I never I, I didn't know about that book, but I had stones in my pocket reading that book because it was kind of cool. And I, I, you learn that uh, one called rose quartz. So it's like a pinky color quartz that really connects with your heart chakra. Mm. And crystals or or these little stones when they're when you're done with them will just vanish and it vanishes when it's not needed anymore and i can't tell you how many i've had that have just vanished and and when you have a rose quartz one and it vanishes it's just kind of like a smile you can have yourself like you get up in the morning you put your pants on you reach in your pockets yeah there's only two there's only two in your pocket and you and and you look in and the rose quartz is gone Mm. it just means you've done the work doesn't mean that I have to go and look for it and get another one and all that. No, that's the thing. It's so beautiful, though. Like, it's a beautiful moment with yourself because you're like, I yeah. did the work, right? It's gone. And then mm. you're grateful for it. And it's just like, there's no struggle. You're just, you're amazed at how it all works. You're amazed that this crystal was there and now it's gone. And that uh, you worked with that that stone and the, the love is is there. It's, uh, yeah, I I see it on so many levels, man. And it's interesting. I'm trying to like read it with you because I know it's something that's being mirrored to me, right? And I know I, it's something that I constantly struggle. I work on and struggle with that that not feeling good enough. Yeah. Um. So it's a good reminder for me too. Honestly, I appreciate this conversation so much, man. It's has helped a lot, a lot, and now I I, I feel very different than when we got into the conversation i see that but i also feel like i gotta hit the bathroom <laughs> i'm gonna I, it's okay brother i'm gonna let you go but I, i am gonna say what i did notice to be honest with you yeah i noticed an uneasy feeling mm. i noticed a bit of a. I, I noticed you started to move i noticed like that like your body moved a little bit you start like a, a constant repetitive motion mm. i noticed like Uh, either it was your leg moving at first and then your body moving, but there was an uneasiness with me raising the awareness or almost knowing. It's like almost like there was a, like like you were exposed and there was an uneasiness with me knowing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. even though that's like, you know me, you know who I am, but it's like you were sitting there kind of open, you know, mm -hmm. like. And it, and there and the movement was kind of like an uneasiness of that openness. Mm -hmm. So I I I suggest that you explore that a little bit because there's no reason for you to feel uh, uneasy exposing yourself to me. Mm -hmm.
Thank you. I love you, bro. Have a good day. I love you too, man. Have a good night. Bye. And as always, if there were some parts in this podcast that resonated with you, that touched you, that reached your heart, then feel free to share it with others. It's not just our message that we want to get out here. It's your message as well when it resonates with you. And yeah, I would deeply, deeply appreciate you sharing that with your community, with the people around you to just keep expanding our awareness, keep coming back to our hearts and keep loving one another more and more. So thank you so much for showing up. Thank you so much for sharing and looking forward to welcome you back on here very soon. Bye.